PoePolitikin.com. Welcome to PoePolitikin. I'm now politicking with Seymour Bucks. What's good, bro? What's good? What's good, fam? Chill, man. I'm doing. I'm doing great, man. I can't complain. First thing I want to ask you about your name a little bit. It's, pr- it's pretty self-explanatory, but I just want you to talk about how you came up with your name. All right. Well, um, actually, I came up with uh, Seymour Bucks. Well, my homeboys came up with it as like I guess like kind of a joke a little bit. Cause you know they used to have a little um company back in the day, Seymour Butts or whatever. And you know we grew up in like the the Simpson era or whatever. So they was like, man, all you trying to do is get money, get money. We ready to start calling you Seymour Bucks. So at first I was kind of felt kind of offended. I'm like, man, what? And I sat on me for like a week. I made it my MySpace name, and then next thing you know, I just threw the roof from there. All right. So you talking about MySpace? So I know you're from the DMV. So I just want you to talk about your background and how long you've been in music and what made you fall in love with it. All right, well, you know, I've been in love with the music ever since a kid. Like, my pops used to, my pops was a young, a youngin', so he used to, like, put the headphones on me as a baby when I used to cry. And it was the easy way out of stopping me from crying or whatever. So, like, by the time I got common sense, I was just in love with just the whole art of hip-hop by, like, Age 10, I was like, you know, I stopped playing with toys. I was collecting cassettes or whatever. So I would say around about the age 10 or 11, I tried freestyling, playing around, and my sister recorded it, took it to her school and let people hear it. And it was, you know, I started growing a little teeny fan base off that. So, like, that kind of, like, drives me a little bit to keep pushing. And you're from the DMV? Yeah, yeah, I'm from uh, Cambridge, Maryland, a small town in Maryland. All right, cool. So talk about your style a little bit and what makes you unique from all these. It seems like we got like a million rappers now. So what makes you unique and talk about your style some? All right, well, I'm I'm real like I'm big on I'm big on lyrics. Like I'm not really going to like talk you to sleep with lyrics, but I'm going to give you something real witty sharp. You know like I grew up in them golden era where like you can listen to a song and actually apply that to real life and it can work out for the better so it's like I come from that era that, that, that part of the game that been missing I feel like I'm probably like the last of the dime breed who understand what real 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 hip hop is like where you got to be you got to have skill you got to be real and you got to make it appealing to the people most people just know how to make it appealing and there don't be no skill and it. it just be more technology instead of talent Alright, so you talked about the golden era a little bit, so I want you to speak on some of your influences. Oh, my influences started with the greats, you know. You start with, well, you know, Big, because, you know, I, I was always big on lyrics, and so, like, Big was kind of my favorite rapper once I got to understand what skill was. You know, I, you know, I grew up in, I, I was born in 89, so it's like I kind of caught Big Era a little bit. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know what I mean? The influences like Big, J, Nas, Big L, Killer Cam. I, then I went back to Eric B and Ryan Kim and all of them as a kid because my dad was a hip-hop junkie. So it's like all my influences is really the greats for real. Yeah, I said you barely caught it. Talking about 89 because, what, he died like 96? So you barely caught it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Look, the only reason the only reason I got to catch big like that is because my dad had every CD. So some days I would skip school, and when he go to work, I would just catch up on hip hop. You know, I would be like 
like, you know, like 12 or something like that. So, you know, I, I could understand it a little more, you feel me? So now I'm like, oh, that's why they was on Big like that, or that's why they was on Nori or whoever was hot at the time like that, you know what I mean? I would go back and so I could feel how, you know, the OGs felt. When they used to listen to it, I was trying to figure out what had them driven to it. All right, cool. So can you talk about some of your current projects and your label situation? All right, well, um, I just dropped uh, Success First Love Later 3. That's on that pitch, Spanrilla, um, Audio Mac. You can uh, download that for free. It's probably like two weeks old. The buzz is going crazy off that. Like, I'm used to dope project. The feedback is my lovely. But as far as um, current um, label situations, I'm independent at the moment. You know what I mean? Just building the brand up, learning the business a little more at the moment. And then can you talk about... Uh... I guess the pros and cons of being independent? All right, none of the, the pros about being independent is you got 100% control, like creative control. You pick your dates. You pick how you want to move. You you know, you, you, you get more money. But the only thing about it is you got to do more work. But, I mean, I've been working my whole life, so it's normal to me, you feel me? Like, the work do not stop at all. Yeah, because that's why I, I was thinking about, because you remember uh, Troy Ave, he just came out with that album, and it didn't sell, like, if you was a uh, major. I mean, but those numbers for independent, if he's getting 95%, that's really good numbers. Yeah, that's 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 a nice, nice, nice check right there, you feel me? Yeah. It's like, it's, I look at it like it's whether you want the money or the fame, whichever you want to So which one you want? That's not me, we... <laughs> I mean, I want the money first. I'd rather have money before fame. I don't want to be famous and broke. That's like a gift and a curse. Yeah, you don't want to be TLC, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so can you talk about five things you can't live without? One, for a fact, I can't live without hip-hop. My whole... Like, my whole day, my whole, I don't know, my whole life is based around hip-hop. So, you know, I would say hip-hop, my family, <laughs> my cell phone, uh, man, dope instrumental. Everything going to lead into hip-hop, man, everything, even to the cell phone, to the family, to everything. It all started with hip-hop, or hip-hop is based around it because my family encouraged me so much. I couldn't stop rapping tomorrow if I wanted to. Okay. And then, um... Can you talk about some of the sacrifices you made for your career so far? I just recently I was, I was in a you know an ultimatum where you know it was either take my career to this next level or just stay on the same level I already was at and try things I already did and just pray for bigger results. But I was like, you know, life's short. You gotta take risk in order to get to that next level. So you know, I took couple dollars I had saved up. I was going to go buy me a nice little fancy car or something, but <laughs> I decided to invest it in my career the right way. And I mean, at first I was, you know, a little shaky about it, but my career is way more important than riding in something foreign because that's going to get me a couple of them eventually, yeah, I, you feel me? I'm saying, what do you mean by, so what's the next level? The next level is, you know, like, getting PRs, getting your press kit, and, you know, all that. So when I step in these offices, they look at me like I'm a businessman and my presentation is right and all that. You know, basically making sure my presentation and, and the, the paperwork and everything was good, making sure I owned me and all that. Man, what do you think, though? At first, I was just... 
I mean, it, I mean, I was saying like, yeah, I would say, um, I kind of know why, but I just want you to talk to the listeners a little bit. And um, so, what's the point of all that stuff you were saying? What's the importance of that? Like the PR and the making sure your paperwork's straight and all that. Because they, um, they really the ones who represent you. You can't speak for you all the time. You're, you're an artist, so you got to be focused on the creativity and all that. So you got to have a good team to help you reach it out there to the masses and reach it out there to those people that you may not have time to to meet or you haven't met yet or you might not, you, you know, reach those avenues that you haven't fulfilled yet. Okay. And then can you talk about some tools and techniques you use to stay motivated on your career? I I always try to outdo my best. My, my, I always try to outdo my last and what people think is my best. So if people say my All for the Love is one of my best songs, I'm going to make sure when I cook up another one, I'm going to outdo that times too so it can show that growth. Like, And then self-motivation is always the best. Like It's good to be inspired by other people and to get motivated by other people, but ain't nobody going to motivate you like yourself. So me, certain songs I make, it's to motivate and uplift other people, but it's still a self-message to myself. So if I'm ever slipping, I can't be a hypocrite. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna motivate myself. All right, man. So it's a song I heard from you, man. I mean, I, I think I'm pretty tough on the music, man, but I'm lost. I don't know what you're talking about. So it was that <laughs> the low top Harachis. You say sitting on racks like low top Harachis. I do not understand that. So right. you gotta break that down to me. <laughs> All, right. All right, now look, this is the thing. And when I cooked, when I wrote that song, nobody knew what a low top Hirachi was. Only OG sneakerheads like me, and I'm I'm pretty sure if you know familiar with sneakers, you know what a low top Hirachi. Yeah, I got them. That's why I, I, st- I still sneakers. don't know what you're talking about. And yeah. I got some. I'm trying to figure out. At, at the point, at the point of the time when I dropped that song, nobody was top Hirachis at all. I mean, I was the only person who copped them out of my whole city. The OG joints, the white royal blue with the green on it, they dropped them probably like seven months ago. They were sitting on the racks for so long. And I'm like, yo, why ain't nobody copping these joints? Like, oh. And nobody really nobody really knew the name of these joints. Like, They just thought they was just Bo Jackson. So one day I was in the studio, I was cooking up. I took a little loss or whatever, 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 but I still had a couple dollars. So I'm like, man, I'm still sitting on racks like the little time Raji. And the engineer was like, yo, you crazy, man. You make a metaphor out of anything. I'm like, nah, real talk. No, I'm about to make this a song. Put the beat on right quick. He put the beat on, and the next thing you know, I came out with it. So, like, at first, all my friends was lost, for real. Like, besides the ones who, who like, real sneakerheads, not no hype beats. And they was like, why are you so-? I'm like, yo, go to the mall tomorrow, and they text my phone. They go to the mall. The mall, this was when, this was before the all-white ones and the all-black ones just, just came out. Because, you know, them the ones that started the frenzy, like, this summer. But this was like when just the, the neon joints was out, the basic colors, and they was going on sale for eighty nine dollars and everything. Nobody was copping them, so like you know, I they was sitting on racks like the little top of racks. So I was sitting on racks like the little top of racks. So it's like it's like a metaphor. And then I'm a sneakerhead, so it's like a, a OD to one of my favorite sneakers. You feel me? Yeah, that's like an inside metaphor. I didn't know what the hell you was talking about. Like I'm thinking you was yeah, talking about racks like like, like like money. So I'm like. The hell, I don't know what the fuck. I'm like sitting on racks. Like I don't know what you was talking about. But yeah, I got you. I got yeah, like you. Where, where you? Yeah, like you probably in the city, so sneakers sell out up there. But where I'm from in Maryland, sneakers don't sell out. So them little tops is on the racks at all times. So like 
when I when I sent the song to my manager or whatever, Lane or whatever, he caught straight on to it. He like, oh, this one gonna be big, cause we be on Instagram and we seen the the hype of the little top Harajis picking up, picking up. And I've been had this record in the kitty for like six months. You feel me? So like we was just waiting for the time and for, cause for real, like I make hip hop for for the hip hop heads, for the people who think they hip hop heads, and for the dummies. So. You can take that song all three ways, you feel I me? Mean? Like, if you're a super-duper lyrical guy, you can be like, little Tom Rocky sitting on racks, he's sitting on racks, the money, symbolic like that. If you just think you know hip hop, you'll just be like, oh, yeah, them little Tom Rockies, they hot. You know what I mean? That'll yeah. catch you. And if you're just dumb, you're just going to feel the beat. <laughs> yeah, I, I got like, I got the all-gray ones, but yeah. I took the shoe strings out. That's the ones I got. Yeah, them doing fire too. All right, so cool. Yeah, so that's like, yeah, but uh, that's that's kind of like you know, it's, it's like a metaphor for real. All right, cool. So, let's say like a little little youngster, he's probably like mm, 15, 16. If he asks you like what the keys to success are, what would you say? Never let the critics stop you, because nobody's gonna believe in you like yourself. So when you first tell somebody you want to be a rapper, they gonna look at you like you retarded. No matter how good you is, maybe your homeboys, if they, they know music and they see the potential and all that, but if you tell somebody, like, yo, I'm ready to try to be a rapper, nobody's going to believe you at first. Nobody's going to take you serious. Then you got to fight through that stage where people start taking you serious. And then you got to get to that next level where people actually taking you serious enough to want to listen to you. Most people can't get past those two stages. And that's, for real, that's not even our accomplishment getting past those two stages. It's a step, but that's just, that's just satisfying, satisfying the people that's right in front of you. And what would you like to say to your fans, everybody that's been supporting your career so far? Man, I appreciate everything because without them, it wouldn't be me. I'm from a town where it's only 12,000 people, so it's like 12,000 people and it's, 50, 50 white and black so it's like that, you only got 6,000 people who might listen to your music and then let's not maybe only 2,000 of them is in your age group so you you know you probably got where in my town you might can get 3,000 fans tops so just me getting everybody in my city to check me out and then pe- people from places who don't even know me and from other states that's like amazing like Sometimes I try to sit back and thank everybody individually. I can't, but, you know, I just let them know that I, I appreciate it because without them, it's, it's no me. All right, man, I want to say thank you for coming through politicking with me. No problem, man. Anytime, man. Anytime. For sure. So is there anything we didn't cover you like to get off your chest? Uh, nah, just, um... Let everybody know that, man. It's, it's about to be a new kid on the block, man. You see more bucks, man. Country guy with cornrows, man. Ain't gonna change the game, man, like no other, man. I'm telling you. And then what can they... Uh, on, man. What's your social media and everything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me on Instagram. G-R-I-Z-Z-Y-D-A Grinder. Grizzly the Grinder. And um, Facebook, Seymour Bucks. S-E-M-O-R-E-B-U-C-K-Z. Or you could just Google see more bucks and I'm gonna pop up and the guy with the cornrows and all the mixtapes and videos from Merlin. Popolitikin.com. What's good, what's good? It's the hood saver grinder, see more bucks.
politicking with my boy Poe on Poe Politicking, man. Real recognized, real salute. Uh. Cupid can't pay the success first, love later. Three. My main bitch swear I got the hoes cause a nigga hang ugly in the pockets on swole. My young boys fucking up those cause they swear I don't need it cause I'm selling out shows. Say what say? This year I done took a lot of losses. What say? Still bounce back on some balls. Say what say? Burning out the pound like cross. Say what say? On the road to riches but need to cross it. This year I done took a lot of losses. Say what say? Still bounce back on some balls. Say what say? Burning out the pound like cross. Keep it good. On the road to riches, but still, still sitting on racks like the low top of Rachis. Say what? Say what? What? Still sitting on racks like the low top of Rachis. Say what, say what? I used to burn chicken like the fork hat, steam in the broccoli, oh, sitting on racks like the low top of Ratchet. Uh, oh, Delaware, 302 playing Yahtzee. Uh, High score, Puerto Rican John giving sloppy. Like a bad bitch who lost, it was too cocky. Braids like Snoop in the wire, don't think Rocky. I'm the closest thing to the best since Blue Ivy. No wonder why my eyesight bad, the streets blind me. Wall with the clock, Wayne Perry with the shot. Blind me, hurt Marty, mop the pocket full of nine. Get money, yeah. It's nothing that get you got. Huh? G shot, money, my sonny, you clean your clock. Have Belly. a pity for a verse, nothing less for a hook. Huh? She ain't my baby mother, I ain't tripping, you can look. Never. Has poking like a thirsty groupie on the book. Lawyer, but don't nag, she ain't never got a call. Lately, I've been feeling like Jordan. Black and with red joints, they twelves and thin boring. Fuck breakfast in bed. Huh? Thousands in head, what I need every morning. Forever on my shit. Jack Boys trying to blitz. Blech. These niggas want my chips like the black and gray cements. Me and slip though. Mix like nachos and grits. Give him a new balance. Infrared on his kicks. Ew. I fall off then I'm back on track. I got the talent. Look the scale when rap all fat. Kick it cool. I had to take my talents on the road. Population 12K. I got to get it around the globe. It's either get rich or die local. I'm the next big thing where you buy focus. Who you just blind to the fact If you ain't a believer, my nigga, bring this shit back This year, I done took a lot of losses Still bounce back on some bullshit Burning through a pound like CrossFit On the road to riches, but still Still sitting on racks like the low top of Rachi I said, I said, I said Still sitting on racks like the low top of Rachi I still grind like I'm broke to keep the Uh my main bitch swear I got the hoes Cause the nigga hang ugly in the pockets on swole My young boys fucking up those Cause they swear I don't need it Cause I'm selling out shows This shit, this shit I done took a lot of losses This shit, this shit I bounced back on some bullshit uh. Caper City Drizzy Uh I'm here. Queens, what up, nigga? Uh. They fucking with your boy in NY. MD to NYC all the way to Japan, my nigga. Uh. I ain't gonna talk too much. I'm gonna let the mood speak. Grinder. What's good? What's good? It's the hood's favorite grinder. See more bucks. A pilot ticket with my boy Poe on Poe Pilot Ticket, man. Real recognized, real salute.